Hey, welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the Psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We want to slow down, get a bigger picture of God and a clear picture of ourselves, but most of all, we want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who's joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 118. Now this psalm, it starts and ends in the same way. It's with the same line. It just says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And one of the things that has been kind of steadily growing in my mind over this year as we've been praying through the psalms is, is just what it means to have God on our side. And this psalm, is, is, it's all about this idea, right? It's not just the reality that God is real and, and he is there and he exists, but it's this kind of further reality, this more intimate reality that not only does God exist, but that he has chosen to align himself with his people. And this aligning, this kind of union isn't about their faith, It's not about their love for him. It's certainly not about their morality or their goodness. But it is about his steadfast love, his kindness, his mercy. And the reason this psalm is telling us to give thanks to the Lord and the reason we can say he's good is because his steadfast love endures forever. And while I know this is true, at least it's the theology I have in my head, many days I wake up and walk into this world, the thing I'm actually believing is as I'm questioning whether God is really on my side or not, and the reason I'm questioning that is because I believe that God's love for me, I believe that his blessing, his union with me, his kind of aligning himself with me really has something to do with me. So if I'm on, I feel great, right? But if I'm off, or if I'm distracted, or if I'm even like carrying around sin in my life, then I I feel as though God is not for me in the same kind of way he would be if I was leaving, living a different kind of life that day. But there's this confidence in this psalm that is just so refreshing to me as someone who does have a life marked by fear and failure and kind of personal inadequacy. And as I'm reading these psalms and praying them, there's this kind of growing confidence that's starting to build up in my heart over the last months of praying the psalms. And I'm, I'm hoping that as you are praying these psalms kind of with us, that this confidence is also growing in your heart as well. Because look what the psalm just says. The the psalmist just says that the Lord is on my side. That is just such a stunning thing to say. To be able to say that God, the creator, the one who has all the power in the universe, the judge of all, the righteous one, he is on my side. And to be able to look at your enemies, whatever they are, and say he is on my side. (laughs) He knows me by name. He's chosen me. I'm his Victory is assured because God is on my side. Therefore, I will not fear. What can man do to me? And then he says, the Lord is on my side as my helper. I shall look in triumph on those who hate me. This is the psalm of one who is 
unstoppable because they don't just know of the steadfast love of God for them, but they like know it in their heart that the God of the universe is on their side. And I, and I want to just give us a minute to stop and just meditate on this reality that if you are a Christian and if you have your faith in Jesus Christ, whether it is a massive faith or it is a tiny faith, if the one that you put your faith in is Jesus then his blood and his righteousness and his sacrifice for your sins has made it so that when God from heaven looks down on you, he looks down on you with a steadfast love that endures forever. And because of that, it means that God is on your side. And what I want to do is I want us to just take a minute and hit pause. And I want us to just reflect on that reality that God is on our side, how does that change our perspective of our days, of the situations that we're going through? So, okay, you can come back. He, he wants to give us theology, right? So he's saying God is with us, but he also wants to give us history, right? Because it isn't just important to know that God has steadfast love for his people, but it's what's important is that we actually remember the moments that we have actually experienced this firsthand. And so what I want us all to do kind of in our own, in our own lives, I want us to actually try to think back over the course of your life, some of the larger moments where you've experienced the steadfast love of God. Now, for me, this actually took a little bit of time. There were certain kind of high moments that I've kind of always just kept in my mind and remembered. But there were all these other things that as I started to just remember, like, when has God shown his steadfast love to me? When have I like tangibly been like shown this by him? There were all these small moments that started to kind of come to the surface of my memory. And so I want us to just take a minute to do that. And just, you know, maybe you pull out a piece of paper, or, you know, you just pull out a notes, you know, app on your phone and just start to write down what are all the moments in your life where God demonstrated to you that he had steadfast love for you and that he was actually on your side looking out for you. So take a minute and just write some of those down. Think about those actual moments in your life. So the next thing that the psalmist gives us here, he's given us theology, he's given us history, and now he wants to end by giving us prophecy. And one of the reasons that the psalmist writes this psalm is because even though he was rejected by men, right? There's kind of this like, there's this rejection that is happening, but even though that's happening, God had still chosen to raise him up to save his people. And he kind of comes back into the city, right? Telling the gates of Jerusalem to open. He's coming back victorious from battle. He's able to write these words that the stone that the builders rejected had now become the cornerstone. It's like God's provision and protection and redemption of his people wasn't because they saw it for what it was, or it wasn't because they were able to recognize the one that God had chosen was it was because of nothing other than his steadfast love for them. Steadfast love is this love that kind of overcomes obstacles, right? It's mercy, it's kindness. And it's like, even if you miss the chosen one, you, you don't understand who he is, he's still somehow able to like save you. 
And that's actually what's happening, not just in this moment in the Psalms, but it's actually what ends up happening with Jesus. Because when Jesus speaks to us in the New Testament, he says that the Psalm is really about him, that he is the stone that the builders rejected and that he has actually become the cornerstone. That even though God's people didn't recognize Jesus for who he was, even though they ended up crucifying him, that he became a cornerstone. Like the first stone of this new building that God was building. This new movement that God was doing. He became the light of God shining down on his people. And he became the sacrifice that was bound to the horns of the altar And Jesus became the greatest evidence of the steadfast love of God for us. So that we might be the kind of people who can wake up in the morning and we can not just hear this psalm, but we can internalize it. And say, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. The God of the universe is on your team. His eyes are set on you this day and all that would oppose you is weak and meaningless in light of the God of the universe and his steadfast love for you. May this psalm put wind in our sails and joy in our hearts this morning as we walk into our world as the children that God loves. Let's pray. God, Your steadfast love endures forever. And God, because of that, we just want our lives this morning to be ones that just, that sing praises to you, that bless your name. God, we want to not just know of your steadfast love in our minds, but God, we want to remember all the moments of our lives that you have been there for us and proven to be on our team. So this morning, God, would you just remind us of those? Would would theology (laughs) remind us of history? And God, would we remember that at the end of the day, the fullest expression, the fullest evidence that you love us, even despite our failure and despite our sin, is that you sent your son to die on our behalf. And that even though we rejected him, he has become the cornerstone. And instead of giving us what we deserved, instead you gave us kindness and mercy and steadfast love. So would you help us go out into the world with that this morning? In your name, amen.